Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. Starting and maintaining keto can be challenging without the right support. So just for listening to the podcast, I want to give you 20% off the keto beginning with the coupon code KETOPODCAST. That's all one word. This 30-day program gives you a clear step-by-step how-to so you can quickly adapt to a ketogenic diet, avoid common struggles, and get the results you crave. Go to healthfulpursuit.com slash begin to get your keto beginning discount today. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet, founder of happyketobody.com, or maybe you know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, my friend. It is episode 394. My name is Leanne Vogel. We are sharing another episode of my personal health journey. If you're new around these parts, I am a holistic nutritionist, functional blood chemistry specialist, master's in blood chemistry. I really like blood. (laughs) And I studied holistic nutrition in 2007. And it's just been an ongoing lesson of finding different tools that have helped myself, discovering other tools for my clients and just learning as we go. I think what makes a really good practitioner and somebody that's curious and gets obsessed about things, and that's definitely me, and I go down the rabbit hole. I I love, love working with my clients. It's been such a transformational journey of, you know, working with a ton of people all at once in big groups and writing books and all the things to doing more one-on-one work. And I got to say at this season in my life, I am enjoying the challenge of getting to work one-on-one with individuals and going on that adventure with them and kind of discovering what's going on with their body and how we can provide support. And it's been really fun to just share my personal health journey. It might look a little bit different from yours for sure. It will. Uh, but Many of you asked for this, and so we started off with episode 384, where I talked about recovering from an eating disorder. Then in episode 387, we talked about finding keto, writing books, building programs for thousands of people. That was absolutely crazy. And then episode 390, um, issues that I had with the ketogenic diet, why I stopped doing it, kind of where I'm at now with keto, and the relationship that I have with food, and how I'm approaching the ketogenic diet slash low carb thing moving forward. And now this is episode 394. And throughout this series, which I think this might be the last episode in the series, I think, um, within the series, I've said, you know, I dealt with neck pain, we'll get to that in the root cause episode, I dealt with parasites, we'll get to that in the root cause episode. So this is the root cause episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I just wanted to kind of like delve deep (laughs) into uh, all the root cause stuff that's been going on for me over the last, well, long time. So obviously, when you have an eating disorder, your body's going to be pretty messed up from that. I know many, many, many people told me, hey, Leanne, maybe don't throw up after you eat and it's really bad for you. And I was like, blah, 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 not listening. Turns out it's terrible for you. <laughs> um, so that's been fun. But, you know, I've done I've done a substantial amount of healing in that area that I'm pretty confident most of the issues I would have had from having an eating disorder as long as I had are pretty much resolved. Hormonally, I was pretty good. Like I feel 
I feel the best that I've felt ever. Like, I just want to start off with that now. I'm recording this in October of 2022. And by far, this is like the best I've ever felt. I do have my days where... You know, I had nightshades the other day and I kind of overdid it and now I'm dealing with a little bit of acne and that's about it. Like my digestion is pretty darn good and things are working out. And so I just wanted to kind of like go through root causes, what it means, where I had some blind spots and maybe that will help you determine whether or not you have blind spots. So of course, having an eating disorder is a big time root cause of some of the digestive and hormonal issues I went through as I was healing my body. But like I said, I feel pretty like okay in that area now. Like I did what I needed to do. My oral health is on point. All that is pretty much great. So we can kind of cross that off the list. I think trauma is a big, big piece to everyone's root cause and really being honest and open with yourself. Do I have unresolved traumas? Do I have stories that I'm telling myself? Do I have a propensity toward dealing with certain situations in maybe unhealthy ways? I, I definitely have that for sure. I know what my triggers are. My husband knows what my triggers are. And we work through those things together. And that is so incredible incredibly helpful to have a partner that understands that I'm not perfect, just as I understand he's not perfect. And we both have our triggers and we both help each other through that. So from a trauma perspective, I have a pretty lockdown. Like, of course, I know it's never going to be absolutely perfect. And I still have issues, right? But just overall, I would say trauma pretty good. But some people's, you know, we haven't fully processed through, we need to go through counseling and trauma work and understanding that there's a significant amount of trauma that can be stored in the body. A really cool practice that I would suggest checking out if you believe that trauma is stored in your body, and you just can't get things moving, in the in the correct way is somatic therapy. Now, as a Christian, I will say it's important to find a somatic therapist that respects your views and won't get all uh, new age universalism on you. So I'll just kind of highlight that, that it is possible, but you just, of course, you need to have discernment. So the trauma piece, we can cross that off the list, at least for me. So then we get into, um, you know, relationship with food issues, which I feel are pretty resolved, but that can also be a root cause kind of intertwined with trauma and those sorts of things. So in 2007, yeah, I think it was 2007. I bought myself a condo. I was working full time. I was single. I had just, um, left a pretty long-term relationship and I found a cute little condo. I wanted it and I, it was advised that I not get it. But if anyone has known me for a hot minute, when people tell me not to do things, I kind of just like double down on it. It's my rebellion spirit that I got in me, which has been super beneficial in so many ways, but actually detrimental in many, many others. So I bought my condo. Um, it was a refurb, which I definitely never, ever recommend that somebody purchase a refurbed anything, um, because there's probably been a lot of issues in that place, but all of the issues have been kind of, kind of wiped up. Um, but they're behind the walls. Um, there was mice infestations. Uh, the roof leaked over three times. My washer dryer leaked there was a lot of water damage in that condo. And unfortunately, this was around the same time that I went off hormonal birth control in 2007. So I didn't entire, well, I did not put two and two together. I did not put the water damage in the condo with the symptoms I was having. I wasn't getting a period. My brain fog was 
insane. I was dealing with massive amounts of candida. Oh, I disliked that time very much. And again, when, when we moved out of that condo, it was around 2009. So I'd been living in water damaged, like a signet, like a significant amount of water damage, like the roof in multiple places were leaking. I was leaking rather the roof access hatch was flew off in a storm and wasn't replaced for over two months. So you can imagine there was just, it was a nightmare. And so after things got quote unquote cleaned up, basically they took down the drywall, kept the wet studs, dried out the studs, quote unquote, and then put drywall back up. I remember seeing studs that had water damage on them that had black stuff growing on it. And I was just told they were going to seal it and put the walls back together huge red flag there. Um, so I'm off birth control. I'm starting to get a quite a significant amount of symptoms, which I believe was just the birth control. Looking back, it was 1 billion percent mold issues. And then, uh, we moved into our new home, had some water damage in there behind our shower, which we didn't really find until around 2016. Uh, late 2016, early 2017, right around the time my health took a major dive. 2017 was probably the worst year ever for my health. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I had gone keto in 2014. Unbeknownst to me, I was living in mold. Um, in episode 389, I talked with Dr. Darren Schmidt about this, how when you go keto, if things start feeling much worse, it's probably mold and you need to assess whether or not the ketogenic diet is best for you. At that time, I didn't know that. So I just doubled down on my macros and adjusted things and came up with carb ups. And the carb ups definitely helped keep me out of a deep, deep, deep state of ketosis, which I think allowed me to continue to eat keto, to continue to support my body. But at this time, I still didn't know I'd been dealing with mold illness. Okay. So my first like mold exposure was in 2007. It had been 10 years, 10 years I was dealing with mycotoxin illness and didn't even know it. And so a lot of the doctors I was working with said things like you have a hypothalamic amenorrhea, POTS came up a lot, inflammatory syndrome, uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia. What were some of the other things? IBS, ADHD. I know there were more, but I can't even remember. And I didn't, I chose not to medicate for any of the things because I was like holistic. And I thought, you know, if I could just get a handle on my macros and things, stuff will start to get a lot better. So we moved out of our home that had water damage, which we had, we had fixed because we'd gone through a renovation, but not like fully fixed because we didn't know that it was bad. We just saw some water damage and the contractor was like, yeah, we're just going to like replace this part and just like nobody will see it. So we'll just like drywall it and no big deal. So we're like, great, cool. But when they were digging around in that home, when we were renovating in 2016, I got to tell you, like I, there was a period of a couple of months where I couldn't even get out of bed. And I think I talked about that in episode 387 about finding keto and eating that way. And there was like a period of a couple months where I was writing the book. I don't even know how, I don't even know how I got all this done. I was writing the book. I couldn't get out of bed. We were living in our dining room and kitchen because everything else was being remodeled. They had found water damage with they, which they were like, quote unquote, dealing with. And that's when I started to get super sick. I 
felt like there was lead all through my body and I couldn't move. That was just like the major symptom. And that's when things like chronic fatigue syndrome started popping out a whole bunch. That was around the time that I got put on a substantial amount of thyroid medication. I was doing vitamin D shots, B12 shots, all sorts of things. Iron, my iron couldn't, I was like deeply anemic. Oh, such a mess. I believe the anemia was more so to do with parasites. I had picked up what I found in 2020 to be Entamoeba histolytica um, in Dominican Republic in a trip that we went to in 2013 or so. So, <laughs> you know, water damage for 10 years, a parasite for like eight or so years. And I was, I was totally a mess. And I'm so thankful for keto and just how much better it made me feel and how much I got accomplished while still dealing with mold and parasites and not even knowing it. So I'm definitely one of those people that if I do keto kind of modified, I'm still having had mold illness or having been dealing with mold illness, not knowing it, I was able to get over quite a few things. I got my period back in 2015. So those were some really big wins. So, okay, we've talked a little bit about, picked up a parasite around 2013. I remember when we came back from that trip, all of a sudden I couldn't handle onions, garlic, nightshades, none of it. Like I was on such a restricted diet and I was like, yeah, it's just part of it. I'm just gonna have to live like this forever. Not even batting an eye on the fact that that was absolutely ludicrous. Okay, so that was 2013. And then we talked about just like overall mold exposure from 2007 to 2017. And just the main symptom of mold for me was just like heaviness. Just I could stay in bed for forever. Thank you very much. And my brain just didn't work well. The only thing like, oh, was exogenous ketones. I went through like a carton of perfect keto exogenous ketones a month. Easily, 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 no problem. I could pound those things back. I was fasting so much because it was the only thing that made my brain feel good. And I just never asked myself, why do I have to push this hard to maintain some sort of normalcy? And maybe you can relate to that of just like, why do I have to be so hard at this, like so hardcore in order to feel like a normal human being? That should have been a huge red flag for me, but it wasn't. So fast forward to 2020, you know, from 2017 to 2020, once we moved out of the house, I was starting to feel much better. I had a episode, if you've been following me for a while, I think I shared this in one of the episodes in the past on my personal health journey. Um, in 2017, it was around like November, December, maybe January, 2018. I can't totally remember. I was invited to go on the Kelly and Ryan show and I had grown up watching Regis and Kathy Lee. I was so incredibly excited for this opportunity. I was so excited for this opportunity. We were in Vegas at the time, living in an RV, um, kind of traveling around and we parked the RV. We got ready for the show. I went shopping, so pumped. Kevin and I went for a hike in Las Vegas. And the next, that night I woke up like convulsing. I don't 
remember this. Kevin filled me in like convulsing and I fell over and then I didn't know what had happened. So Kevin called 911, obviously, and rushed me to the hospital, obviously. And they just, they didn't know what was wrong, obviously. And I had a friend at the time that I shared my experience with. And he was like, hundred percent, you have Lyme. Like you just had a Lyme event. You need to like treat Lyme like right away. You need to get on this like right away. And I was like, I don't know, man, I didn't have a tick bite. I've never had a tick bite. Well, I had one in 2014, but I didn't have any issues. It was fine. Whatever. Yeah. That friend was totally right. <laughs> oh man. So, um, the, the result of the episode is that I had a neck issue that developed and my neck froze. And if, if you follow me back then on Instagram, my videos, and maybe you can even see some YouTube videos where my left ear is almost touching my left shoulder. And it just like froze like that for probably, I don't know, like a month or something. I don't even remember. It was so long and it was so painful. And no matter what I did, chiropractic, massage, nothing helped, nothing helped. It didn't even touch it. It it did not even touch the pain and it just didn't, it didn't shift. So over time, my ear stopped kissing my shoulder and it went back to quote unquote normal. But up until a couple of months ago, I had chronic neck pain, like period, end of story all the time. It hurt all the time, all the time. So much pain. And yeah, I ended up doing a um, blood Lyme test, which are ridiculously expensive. They are stupid expensive, but man, are they good. It turns out I have Borrelia. So surprise, of course, like duh. Now looking back, I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful that I've gotten to experience all the things that I have. And I really do feel like God uses my body to teach me things <laughs> because I don't learn unless it gets really bad. And maybe you're the same way. Um, but I get, I get so encouraged watching others struggle and overcome things and watching myself struggle and overcome things. And I go down the rabbit hole of discovery and learning and, oh my gosh, I can be stuck on PubMed for days researching one topic, just trying to figure out all the details of it. And I'm so thankful to have my brain back <laughs> in order to do those things. It's so cool. So that's kind of a little bit of the history of kind of all the moving parts and what brought me kind of to 2020, you know, we're mid pandemic and I decided that I wanted to work with a practitioner to just figure out my digestive system. At this time, I had no idea about mold. I had no idea about parasites. I had no idea about Lyme. Okay. I was just giving you a little hint, hint of what's to come. And she went through everything. She's like, we need to do a stool test. And I was like, okay, I can do this. Poop, send it in. I can do that. So she sent me a little kit called a GI map from Diagnostic Solutions. I pooped. I took a sample, sent it in. We got the results back and it was not good. <laughs> so that's when I discovered that I had Intamoeba histolytica, which is a pathogenic parasite. That little dude that I had said that I had picked up in 2013 all of my symptoms specifically digestively and a lot to do with grinding my teeth. Um, what's it called? Drooling at night, biting my nails, anal itching. These were like some of my biggest symptoms that I just thought were like 
grinding my teeth, what? That's totally normal, right? No, it's not. And drooling at night, totally normal, right? No, it's not. So we went through a short parasite protocol um, and I was introduced to this whole world of root causes, having thought like, as if I have a parasite, there's no way. Well, turns out, yeah, your girl definitely did. So we went through that parasite protocol for a month. It was by far not long enough at all. So after three months, it came back with a vengeance and this was around the time that I was starting to study GI map and diagnostic solutions um, so I could bring it into my practice. I was studying functional blood chemistry. I was starting to kind of see some of these issues in standard blood work. I had patterns of mold. I had patterns of Lyme. I had patterns of autoimmunity and parasites. And I'm like, what? Could this be why? Could this be why? I'm always so tired. Could this be why I can't get a vitamin C IV? Could this be why um, my digestion is messed up? Could this be the root of my chronic neck pain from 2017? The answer is yes to all of the above. Whether you're keto, low carb, paleo, or somewhere in between, electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. This is amplified on the ketogenic diet, but every human requires this balance. When you have adrenal hypo or hyperfunction, this affects your body's ability to balance sodium and potassium. Do you get headaches behind your left eye? This is a good sign that you need sodium. Headaches behind your right eye? This is a good sign you need potassium. Nearly every one of my clients that I work one-on-one -on -one with have an imbalance of electrolytes when they first come to see me. Symptoms such as headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, or seen right there in their blood work. Much of this is improved with proper electrolyte supplementation. Now, I personally consume at least one packet of electrolytes daily, and not just any electrolyte, element electrolytes, because it doesn't have sugar, fillers, coloring, artificial, gunk, and has the effective electrolyte ratio that so many other guys don't do right, with 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, that perfect combination. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any order. That's eight single serving packets free with any element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash KDP. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash KDP. Element offers a no questions asked refund so you can try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a friend and they will give you your money back, no questions asked. You really have nothing to lose. I just love these guys. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash KDP. Okay, so unfortunately, um, because I make a lot of mistakes on myself first, <laughs> it was a lot of learning about 
what to do in what order and how to approach everything systematically. As I started learning more and more about mold, I'm, I'm so thankful that there have been like key people in my life, a lot to do with this podcast. Actually, I make so many friends, um, having people come on here that they really truly do become my friends. Some of them become my mentors. Some of them become my clients. And it's just such a great, amazing resource, not only for our community, but also for myself to get support from others. And so a couple of the ladies that have come on the show to talk about mold and things have become mentors of mine and have been so incredibly gracious with their time to teach me how to address not only in myself, but for my clients. And that has just been so transformative for me to have that support and not something I generally No, not something I would ever really ask for. I have a really hard time asking for help or like, because I see it as a weakness. And so to have like actual mentors that check up on me and encourage me and keep me accountable and it's just provide resources and help me go through blood work and just, oh, I'm so thankful for every single one of them mostly for like teaching me to look for certain things and supporting with my clients and all the things just so thankful. And so yeah, from from 2020 kind of discovering, oh, shoot, actually, I do have a parasite. How do I kill this? <laughs> because the first round didn't work. I did uh, one month of cell core um, paracet, which was probably not the best way to go. No, I know it wasn't the best way to go about things. And I do things a lot differently in my practice now, which I'm really thankful for and and really gotten a, a sense of what works, what doesn't, how it works. And like I said, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is how to address things in a specific order. So you have to understand the parasites are the largest organism, right? So parasites harbor heavy metals, chemicals, mycotoxins. Those are the toxins that come from mold. And so if you are addressing mold, but you haven't addressed parasites first, you're going to address the mycotoxins outside of the parasites. But as soon as you kill the parasites, the mycotoxins are just going to come right back, right? So I made so many mistakes on myself. It's not even funny. And I think another piece that I learned for myself is just being patient with the process. So I started in 2020, like I said, kind of starting to look at these root causes, starting to see, oh my goodness. Yeah, I did have parasite symptoms starting in 2013 after we got back from the Dominican. And oh my goodness. Yeah, I did have water damage building issues from 2007 to 2017. Yes, those were the symptoms I was experiencing then. And oh my goodness, that um, experience I had in 2017 with my seizure looking thing and the neck pain, that was Borrelia, ding, ding, ding. Like all the puzzle pieces started to come together. But that doesn't mean as soon as I had been like, oh yeah, okay, this is mold. That's where the parasites are. This is Borrelia situation. Okay, great, I'm good. No, 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 not at all. I screwed up like a bunch and made a lot of mistakes and kind of was floating aimlessly there for a little bit. Um, but I got a handle on things, started addressing first opening up my drainage and 
Rain and I actually talked about this in episode 391. So if you haven't listened to that already, definitely do because that's a good resource there. So started working on opening drainage, really focusing on that. My top drainage practices when I first got started were enemas and saunas. Um, you guys have probably listened to the sauna episode that I did quite some time ago. If you haven't, that's episode 358. It's a really good resource about drainage pathways and sweating. So I highly recommend checking that one out, especially for mold and issues like that. Episode 358, really, really good resource there. So those were my two drainage pathway works I was doing at that time and really just got into the groove with that. Worked through parasites for four solid months. Started weaving in more mold work after those four months and I really stayed in mold for almost a year before I moved on to Borrelia. And so uh, the Borrelia piece is interesting because a lot of people have cellular issues, okay? Whether it be fungus, mycotoxins, pathogenic bacteria like Lyme and co-infections, co-infections mean, meaning Bartonella, mycoplasma, rickettsia, those sorts of things. And these little dudes hang out inside the cells. And so there needs to be an area of protocols and as you're addressing root causes that go more cellular than anything, okay? So I've just wrapped up, well, I was a month after wrapping up most of my root cause work and my plan moving forward was just to just microdose a lot of like maybe two different supplements on mold uh, just because I, I did live in it for 10 years and there's a significant of mycotoxins a significant amount of mycotoxins rather in my body. I don't expect that to be cleared in six months. It's going to take a lot longer than that. And so I was on a protocol to just start working through that, chipping away at the old block. I had put together a really great mold binder protocol of rotating between different binders at different times over the next year, and then just an antifungal option that I was rotating. And so I was just going to be on two different supplements, super easy, in addition to some foundational support. And I was good. <laughs> and this is what I always say this and I want to reiterate, like we don't live in a vacuum. It's not always going to be perfect. Our world has stuff in it that's going to make us sick. And at times we're going to feel like we've backtracked back to the very beginning sometimes. I've been really good at mold exposure and, you know, cleaning my produce and just doing those little things that I can do to just help my body. However, my husband and I got some fish, you know where this is going, <laughs> and we cooked it up and we ate it and immediately after I got so gassy, so did Kevin and I was not okay. And we were in the Bahamas. We had been there for nearly six months. Our eating and everything had been so good. We've been so good about it. We had like a couple of weeks left in our trip and we got sick. So I didn't know what I was dealing with. I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no idea because it was too, it was acute at the time, like just a lot of gassiness. I thought like, could, could you develop SIBO this quickly? Is this H. pylori? Did I get a parasite? Like what's going on here? Something just happened. What do I do? So in the interim, I, I amped up my GI binders. I really like the GI detox and biocidin, both from the same company. I started taking both of those just until we got back and I could test our stool and figure out what was going on. So 
The unfortunate thing about functional testing, like with GI map, the stool test that I really, 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 really love using in my practice is that the results can take a while. And so by the time I got a kit and sent in the results and got the results back, it had been like a month of gassy pain, not happiness. So I got the results back. Ugh, H. pylori. Blah. So now at least I know what to do. I can do H. pylori protocols in my sleep. I just was kind of bummed out, you know, like you work so hard and things were really starting to be good and then swap, you know? And I think that it's because we live in a world that's not perfect and it's not going to be perfect this side of heaven and there's going to be things that happen. And I think had I been like, Ooh, was it the macros that did it? Like, Oh, maybe, maybe this is a sign. I shouldn't be starting to eat keto again. And, Oh, I'm just so stressed out from blah, 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 blah. Like to just really be honest with myself. Nope. I'm pretty sure I caught a bug or something. I don't think it has anything to do with my nutrition. Everything's really good on that point. I really think I need to do a stool test. And that just comes with time. I think that's always, it's, it's usually my main goal when I work one-on-one -on -one with clients and I know the practitioners on my team are the same way. Like we want to educate our clients. So when these things happen, like I get so happy when a previous client reaches out to me, they're like, I just got back from Mexico. I'm dealing with traveler's diarrhea. These are the three supplements I'm choosing to get. Let me know if you think that that's okay. And I'm like, I just want to clap like, yes, yes, you got it. You learned, you're integrating what you've learned over our time. And that's exact, that's, that's why we do what we do. It's not just to tell you what to do because that's pointless. It's to really go through and educate what to look for, how to look for it, how to tie things together. So when these things happen in the future, because they will, they will 100%, like that, that elusive goal of when I get to X, Y, Z, all this is going to be perfect. It's going to be so great. And then I won't have to deal with issues anymore. It's garbage that doesn't exist. It's never going to exist. There's always going to be something. And then you get to decide, is this a big ticket item for you? If it was just a little bit of gas and it went away after a couple of weeks, I'd be like, sweet, dodged a bullet there, but it didn't, it persisted. And I was like in pain. And so I'm like, I better deal with this. And I also want to share a little bit more just because I know it can be somewhat of a challenge and I'm not saying this is always the case, but even as a practitioner who does this stuff a lot, I still can doubt myself when it comes to my own practice, you know, when it comes to my own body. I never doubt myself when it comes to working with a client because we're working together and we're coming up with a plan and both of us are on board. But when it comes to myself, I do not spend as much time on myself as I do with my clients. And I'll kind of like pull things together quick. I'm like, yep, it looks good. Let's just do that. Is that when I got my GI map test back, I had the intention to ask my nurse practitioner for a medication. I had a specific one in mind. I knew why I wanted it and I sent her my results and she gets on the phone with me and she has a very different outlook on everything and scares me half to death about like all of the things I need to go on. In fact, I'll read, I'll read to you what she said I needed to go on. Clarithromycin twice a day for 15 days, amoxicillin twice a day for 15 days, Prilosec, which is a PPI to reduce um, or decrease rather gastric juices for 15 days, Diflucan, just like basically antibiotics for like a really long time. And I'm like, uh, 
No, but should I? I don't know, should I? Does she know best? And so we have to like grapple with, okay, take a moment. And this is what I did. I got off the phone, I cried because I was so frustrated because I knew what I wanted. I didn't advocate for myself <laughs> at all, at all. It totally went out the window. And I get off the call, I'm crying. And then a couple of hours pass and Kevin's, Kevin's my husband. He's like, well, are you right or are you wrong? I'm like, well, I think I'm right. Like I do this enough. I've done this with clients before. Like, I think I'm right, but maybe I need to like go through it all. So I spent hours going through all the research, going through all the stuff like H. pylori. It's not overly complicated, especially when there's no virulence factors, especially when there's no like deep symptoms, like heartburn and indigestion, all those things, stomach pain, didn't have any of that. I'm like, yeah, I, I know I'm right. I know that I can do this holistically, but that's ugh. even so, I mean, I do this for a living and I can doubt myself when it comes to my own care. And so I just wanted to share that with you because I can't tell you how many messages I get from women from our community saying, I had a plan. I felt good about that plan. I talked to my PCP and that plan went out the window, but like, I really like my plan. So am I wrong? Did I miss something? And I think it just comes back to where can you bring in their plan? And are you happy with this or not? For myself personally, I've decided that if I can't get a handle on this in six months, then I will engage with the nurse practitioner and go their route a little bit. I hope that it's not that case because going on that amount of antibiotics is absolutely insanity. And I know that my body will absolutely hate that. <laughs> like I will absolutely hate that. There are so many research benefits to having good fat in your diet, but there's just one little problem with all this healthy fat. If you can't properly digest the fat in your diet, you won't feel good. And a lot of people lack the many nutrients needed to digest fat. To really get the best results from any diet, whether it's carnivore, paleo, keto, or even vegan, I found that there are three things that can really help optimize your results. First, enhance your digestion and elimination. Second, boost your cellular energy. And third, rev up your fat-burning metabolism. Now, can you do all of this without any extra nutrients or nutritional supplements? 100% of course, for sure. But in my experience, the right supplements certainly can help. And one of the best aids that I've found comes from my friends over at Buy Optimizers, and it's called Capex. Here's what Capex does. First, Capex breaks down the fats that you eat into fatty acids using a proprietary lipase and dandelion extract blend. Second, Capex dramatically increases the fatty acid oxidation inside your mitochondria, both in the muscles and the liver, basically helping with the conversion of the fat you're eating into energy. Third, Capex can increase energy. If you take three to five capsules of Capex in the morning on an empty stomach, the energy is out of this world. <laughs> it feels like a cup of coffee that lasts six to 10 hours and there's no nervous system stimulation. I highly suggest trying it for yourself. You can go to kenergize.com slash keto diet. That's K-E-N-E-R-G-I-Z-E dot com forward slash 
keto diet. You'll automatically get 10% off any package of Capex with the coupon code keto diet 10, all one word. So again, that's kenergize.com slash keto diet. So it also comes from understanding your body. If you're being told to be on a bunch of antibiotics and you know in the past that that didn't work out well for you and you ended up paying for it for years. I mean, I remember when I went on a couple of antibiotics, it was over a decade ago and it messed me up for years, years. So is there another option? And you can ask these questions. And if you're a practitioner, maybe your PCP can't answer those questions and they don't, you know, like my nurse practitioner experience, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it at all. And that's unfortunate, completely unfortunate. And she knew when I was talking with her that I wasn't going to like the plan. And she said, this is the only plan as if no way I don't, I truly do not think that there's one plan that everyone will respond the same way to that will work 100%. I do not agree with that at all, at all, ever for any situation at all. None. I mean, think of one thing this is not possible. And so, yeah, that's my root cause experience. And I'm so thankful to have had all of these experiences. And even with this most recent like GI issue, I'm really thankful. I've been on the protocol that I've developed for the last month. I'm feeling so much better. I'm so excited to do another GI map and kind of see where things are at. It's like Christmas morning, getting to see, okay, what shifted, what adjusted. Um, it's like a true present for me. And you know, at the end of the day, we're not promised for this to be an easy life, right? And I have to remind myself of that often. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be 100% the way that I want it to. I'm going to need to make adjustments and shifts. But at the end of the day, I need to be somewhat comfortable with them, even if I'm a little bit resistant. Because I can't tell you how often I've seen myself and my clients included, like when you're not on board with something and you do it anyways, it's never a good situation. Like you have to be a hundred percent on board with it, or at least open to having a conversation about it because you need to get your mind and your body aligned to what you're doing. You know, there's that horrible experience and I'm sure you've experienced it too. You walk into a doctor's office, they say that something needs to happen. You're not mentally prepared for it. And you walk out feeling completely like icky and gross and dissatisfied and upset with yourself. Yuck. And when it comes to root causes, like those deep reasons why symptoms are happening and things are happening, it becomes that much more important to understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, what the plan is, what the next steps are, all of those things, super important. And I can tell you without a doubt, both myself and the practitioners on our team take that stuff very seriously because you need to understand what you're doing. It's so important. And you need to understand not only so you're on board, but so that you learn moving forward how to handle these things when it happens again. Okay. I fully expect that I'm going to be exposed to mold again. That is a given that will happen. I fully expect, I actually carry with me a tick kit to remove ticks from my body and treat it in the moment right there. hundred percent. That's probably going to happen. So just like having that prep is super important for understanding root causes. And if I had to give like any any little bit of advice, if you haven't picked up anything already, is that 
If you are eating a low carb or ketogenic diet and you are not feeling your best, there's something else happening. And I can tell you with almost absolute certainty, it's probably not your macros. Okay. It could be that you're not having good quality time with your spouse. It could be that you're not getting enough sunshine time, that you're not walking enough, that you're not you know, getting time outside, you work too much. All those things can play a role 100%. They can all be root causes, stress, trauma, your relationship to food, all of those things. But it can also be parasites, mold, lime, metals, chemicals, huge, big time. Our bodies can't handle the onslaught of things that we have put in and on our bodies over and over and over again. And I got to say that was a big, big, big part. I no longer wake up heavy and tired. I have the most energy that I've ever had and I'm not significantly keto in order to maintain it. My brain works pretty darn good. I don't have to pound back the, the ketones, exogenous ketones to have a pretty good functioning brain, even though I forgot the word exogenous ketones just there, you know, like, yeah, it's just, so much, so much importance, so much important as my sister says. And the neck pain, oh my goodness, I would say it's probably like 80% better. I can go from ear to ear, like ear to shoulder, both sides, and it's not significantly painful. There's still a, a ways to go, but that's awesome. My digestion, yeah, we're, we're getting there for sure. Prokinetics have been super helpful for me to just move things along well. Somatic therapy, awesome for me to just like process traumas stored in all my little body parts, you know, all those bits. And just remember, it's not, you're never going to get there, get there, right? You're going to get exposed. You're going to have things happen. Things are going to go sideways. And what you used in the past may not work again. You know, lots of women reach out to me and say, I ate keto. It went really well for the first year. Then I got off of it. Now I'm trying it again. It's not working. Oh my goodness. If I had 25 cents for every time I was told this crazy, so many people. And so know that just because something worked in the past doesn't mean it's going to work great now. And to just, yeah, go with the flow, find the right resources, listen to the right podcast, work with the right people. You know, that's what's so cool. And I've said this on the podcast so many times. It's so cool that we get to connect with people online to find out who they are before we work with them. How cool is this? That's incredible. Like every single client I connect with already knows me, already knows the approach, already knows how we're going to go about things. And same goes for the practitioners on my team. They already know by listening to this podcast what to expect. And that is such a gift, whether it's me or another practitioner, or you do it alone and you maintain everything yourself. And that's totally possible. It's a hundred percent. You can do it. So yeah, that's my experience with all the things we didn't really touch on mast cell activation. So I'll just kind of like bring up that piece. Um, I was dealing with some pretty significant period pains from about like 2017 when we moved out when we moved out of the house actually they started getting like pretty bad um i was just dealing with so much mast cell activation and it i know it's gonna sound crazy but i started taking quercetin and my period pains completely went away i do not deal with period pains anymore um, and over time i hope to address more and more of the mycotoxin stuff because again when you live in mold for 10 years it's not going to be a quick fix 
like at all. I expect, I, I've given myself like four years to fully clear it out of my body. And so just like keeping that in mind that those mast cells will continue to be a little bit angry until that mold is out. And they may not be absolutely perfect, perfect because exposures happen. And I am, live mostly in a damp environment. So it's, it's probably likely that I'll just have to have more support in that area. I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Yeah, so that's root causes. That's my health journey up until like basically today and kind of what my plans are a little bit for future. So I'm really excited to share the H. pylori experience with you guys. Maybe I'll come back in the new year and talk a little bit about what that was like, what I did, how it worked, what the GI map said at the end of the day. Kevin's going through the same thing because the thing about H. pylori is you share it. You share it all through the family. Super fun. So yeah, if you'd like that, just hit me up on Instagram at Leanne Vogel and let me know if you'd like me to do an H. pylori episode for the new year once I clear this this little dude out of the belly. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. If you want to connect with me, the best place to do that is to go to ketodietpodcast.com to check out episodes and things. I blog over at healthfulpursuit.com and I'm most active on Instagram at Leanne Vogel. And I hope to see you back here for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. No,